this post. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Hey, Geiger. How you doing? And we are the hosts with the posts. And we have a very special episode. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> a very special episode today that we're very excited about. Uh, today is uh, January 20th, 2019, which is the second anniversary of the inauguration of uh, the Russian asset <laughs> slash puppet uh, Donald J. Trump. It is. And, and just to, to before we get too far into the episode, it's also another special day. Oh, yeah? You know what what is that? It is. It's Geiger's birthday. Yes, I guess that's technically accurate, yes. Yeah, so... Okay, here we go. All right. For your birthday. I didn't get a chance to wrap it, but I did get you something. Do you know what it birthday. is? It's still in the Amazon pack. Did <laughs> you make sure it was the right thing? So here's a little card for you. We got a card here. Okay. Let's do a play-by-play. The card says, happy birthday. There's a uh, soy face cupcake on That's it. That's right. And it says, happy birthday to a, a, re, a real, real queen. Okay. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the writing is not... Uh, well, well not great. you see this these ham fists and yeah, and then there here this is this all right. Is we got uh, you take the card there. I'll all take right. the package. We have standard uh, uh, this sort of a Manila colored thing. You can go um, ahead and read off my work address if you want. There. No, yeah, okay. We are, oh wow, okay. <laughs> all right, uh, I didn't know the Ku Klux Klan had a uh, <laughs> so. Uh, okay, here's the book. It's a book, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's and a notebook. It's a notebook. And on the title, okay, on the front, <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're one of the worst uh, human beings. Yeah. This is a, a, a notebook, and on the front of the book, it says, podcast host. <laughs> That's right. I thought that way you could uh, you could write your notes when you're out at the coffee shop or out at lunch with your family, and then people could just come up to you and say, hey, oh, wow. Are you a podcast host? I was... <laughs> And it's very wide rule. It this is, is clearly for a, a fourth grader to write in. I uh, well, was originally looking at shirts that uh, had like big thumbs on it at point. And it's like, this guy has a podcast. Yeah. But I thought maybe this, this is a practical gift. So Yeah, this is really great. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot. You're welcome. Really, really happy for that. 34 years old. Uh, and uh, as I, I did a poll on Twitter, and it was yeah. almost unanimous that... Uh, being 34 means I'm in my mid 30s. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which sucks. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about our president uh, Donald Hussein Trump. <laughs> um, so uh, the resistance is what we're talking about, ladies. Yes, we're talking about the resistance, and what is what is the resistance exactly? Can you give us a, a little a basic yeah, overview? Yeah, these these are the hanger-ons. The uh, Bernie would have won still with her crowd um, that uh, think that somehow. Posting online for 400 hours a day is going to topple Trump's regime. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's they're waging a battle against you know the president, but they're not fighting with sword and firearms. They're fighting with the most dangerous weapon, which are posts. Yeah, and they're uh, they're doing a bang up job can, can, so far. Here's a here's just kind of here's one post that I found that's kind of an overview of all this. Let's do it. This is from AP Mecca ninety three on Twitter. Election day is no longer a race between the Democrats and Republicans. It is a battle between good and evil. Voting is like choosing between Harry Potter and Lord oh, Voldemort, God damn it. Batman and the Joker, and the Resistance and the First Order, or the Avengers and Thanos. Mm, fuck that shit. <laughs> God, that sucks. Yeah, that's sort of everything in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just kind of really? covers covers all the bases. Yep. Fuck. Um, yeah, let's let. That, there's a lot of uh, hallmarks of uh, of those types in that post right there, but let's talk about some of the other ones. Uh, one of my, I think, our probably our collective favorite thing about resistors and sort of what brought them into the uh, into our uh, spotlight is the um, the uh, very uh, pretentious, uh, haughty uh, Keith Olbermann. Uh, sir, have you no respect for this country, sir? Yeah, it's types. like the uh, the guy from uh, the Jeff Daniels guy, the newsroom. Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah, from mm-hmm. um, newsroom. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> well, yeah, just newsroom doesn't sound like a TV show. So but, yeah, it, it sounded like you somehow were, it was like four four seasons worth. Um, yeah, so I, I found a guy online who's sort of uh, you know, there's literally hundreds. Oh, sure. So. How these guys sort of became 
popular because this was just perfect timing for them. This was, you know, Twitter's tweaked their format over the years. They've changed things. They've changed the algorithm. They mm-hmm. changed how the reply thing works. There was a time when, uh, when you were on Twitter years ago, when you would you would see a post and you would see replies to it. They were in sequential order right. of reply, which is you know the most logical way to do it. Right around the inauguration, uh, Twitter had this thing where they're like. Everyone with a blue check mark was going to be automatically first yes. in every response. And this was fucking beautiful timing for these guys on Twitter because every single Trump post, you would click on it and you would see dozens of, sir, guys. have you no decency, sir, posts. And they would just like rack up the followers from just doing these most generic fucking posts. Yeah, it's really good. So I found a, a guy who's. Um, this guy's named Ryan Knight. His at is Proud Resistor. Oh, God. Just perfect. He is, um, he's a guy who likes to do these open letters where he says, Dear blank. Sure. And um, he does a lot of these. In fact, I searched Dear and uh, his username, and there is 325 yeah. tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, let's go through a couple of them right now. Sure. So you get an idea of what this guy is. Dear at Real Donald Trump, you are a national embarrassment. You are a national disgrace. You are the national problem. You have two choices. One, resign now. Two, or go to jail. When Mueller buries your criminal campaign in Crooked White House, the end. Kind of kind of fell off there, huh? Just, uh... Here's another one. Dear at Rep. Adam Schiff. And Schiff is the uh, Democratic rep from California investigating the Trump-Russia stuff yeah. going on right now. Mm-hmm. When we look back at this moment in our history... People like you who stood up for truth, justice, and America will be remembered as true patriots. Thank you for representing the 20th Congressional District with integrity and honor. Sincerely, Ryan Knight. That's really weird. Yeah. So this is very West Wing. Yes. Very little, my little letter, my little sign off. It's having a sign off in a tweet. First of all, don't sign your tweets. Everyone (laughs) knows that. Um, But yeah, the, 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 pompacity of it of like mm-hmm. truth justice in america all those are capitalized by the sure. way of course they are um just this guy thinks he's making a statement and he's gonna be, he along with schiff are gonna be remembered sure. throughout oh, history. all these guys think they are and this is the last one from this guy uh, out of 325 that i feel <laughs> to share and i think it's perfect for what we're talking about here today dear gop america is anxiously awaiting the john snow of the gop Come out now. Be a national hero. Show courage and save us from this tragedy. Very good. Fucking shit, man. Uh, actually, that leads right into one of my things I have here. Absolutely. From, this is one of those famous uh, Twitter people that has a strange name with a number after this. Kimmy Lou Seven. Okay. She said Mueller and the resistance, or excuse me, Mueller and the hashtag resistance will be on the right side of history. You, sir, will not. <laughs> hashtag Trump Russia. And then it's a photo of Robert Mueller dressed like Jon Snow. Yeah. With Mueller. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. You've probably saw this a thousand Mueller times. Mueller is coming. Um, Mueller is coming. Really good. Mm. Um, this is another one of those things where people... <laughs> attaching pop culture, I don't know if it helps them understand stuff better. Yeah, I think they're stupid children. It's just... They're like, they're... You know, I think they... Um, they're technically like educated oh yeah but they're they're not uh but they're mentally they're stupid. really dumb yeah, yeah. and uh, they have to relate everything to some sort of pop culture phenomenon that uh every every normie watches to the point where they name their stuff after a star wars faction absolutely um really cool yeah so uh we'll, we'll get back to a little bit more pop culture stuff in a little bit yes yeah. but that stuff is absolutely uh horrible um also humiliating this is this is the absolute worst part of the entire resistance movement as far as I can as I'm concerned. This was uh early 2017 there was a bunch of rogue accounts. Yeah, a bunch of uh, Twitter accounts of uh people supposedly working within the government uh tweeting out uh resisting the president and uh one of the, the worst one was the rogue White House, like at Rogue POTUS staff, I think it was. Something like that. Yeah. So these are these are guys who are doing this was very this was the most um similar thing to QAnon 
Yeah, on no, the liberal you, side. When you brought it up, and I, I actually remember when I remembered it, I was just like, "This is like we, what we just covered last week, except for the other side of the idiots." So, some of these posts from the, the White House, uh, the Rogue White House concert, are very similar. Like, watch what's coming; mm-hmm. it's happening. You know, you might as well say, you know, the storm's coming, or you know, <laughs> follow the white rabbit or any of that shit. Uh, but yeah, th- these accounts were fucking horrible. Um, they were they were never. They're obviously fake from the beginning, but Saps just bought into it because they didn't like Trump, so they wanted to believe. Yeah. So um, someone, uh, one time, someone asked him to post a picture of the White House elevator as like proof, and the guy did it. And then someone uh, did a reverse search. It oh, was, sure. It was literally the first result on Google. Very good. So, um, and then of course, just like QAnon, someone who believed in the staff responded and said. Uh, uh, do you really think they'd be dumb enough to take a picture on their own phone of the elevators and post it? <laughs> yeah. So, suckers so born knowledge. every minute. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, this was, um, the guy, the guy liked to make, uh, you know, vague assertions and all that, just like uh, QAnon. But this one, he actually made a post where he predicted, he said, regarding National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, he's not going anywhere. Pence slash Priebus camps may hate him by now, but POTUS is committed. A couple hours later, Flynn resigned. <laughs> Same day. Really good. Uh, in addition to uh, those uh, sir types, we saw uh, a lot of uh, still with her folks. Yeah. People are still big into Hillary Clinton. Um, one of the big hallmarks of them, I think, were those guys who um, really in disbelief that, uh, that Khaleesi lost. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, you want me to just open up? Please, let's do it. Uh, this is from somebody, Phenom Sima Persona, on Twitter. Hail Hillary Rodham of the House of Clinton, first of her name, Queen of the Dems, Mother of Chelsea, sender of emails, Khaleesi of DC. <laughs> and this was like, actually, let me get a date on this because this was this was November of 2016. So, oh, okay. So we're still in the we're in the midst of it all. Yep, that sucks. Cool. What else you got? Here's this one's. This is a Reddit post I found. That really all right, good. This is on the R Exist, which is resist <laughs> Reddit board. Sure. Can someone make a meme with a pic of Hillary Clinton and the text the Dems want to do for the internet what they did for healthcare and take away your net neutrality? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Sure. Stop them and explain how. Then spread it around social media. That should get support for it, right? I'm being 100% serious about this. Uh, someone responded, go for it. Take some initiative. And <laughs> the original poster whose uh, handle is shitty, shitty name name on Reddit said, I don't know how to make a meme and I'm not on social media. Otherwise, I would have spread, started spreading this long ago. Mm-hmm. So um, the the overlap of people that... Um, have an idea and want it out there and then actually want to take the initiative to do it and these uh, still with her people uh, the overlap on that Venn diagram is yeah. one circle the, the the people who are resisting this uh, you know fasc- fascistic state but can't be bothered to make a meme <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to put text over photos yeah, I'm not a big meme whatever. guy yeah. um, it's hard to see these people marching in the streets if uh, something happens they can't put text over a photo I'm even going to go to the grocery store yeah uh so I wanted to read, um, uh, you know, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, still with her Hillary hanger-ons online. Mm-hmm. Peter Dow's a big one. I haven't, mm-hmm. I didn't get any posts from him, but he's just, he's a character. Yeah. He was in her camp at some point and then uh, fell out of it for whatever reason. But I wanted to go through, um, I found one guy in particular. He did this very long thread on Twitter. It was literally dozens of posts. I'm not going to read all of them. I'm going to read a healthy chunk of them okay. to give you an idea of what this uh, this gentleman, uh, Robert Sandy at Frodofied. Okay. It gives me hives. My blood pressure starts to climb. My mouth will sometimes go completely dry. It's crazy, I know, but there it is. The thought that after everything we've been through, that she's been through, that another woman will get recognition as first. 2020 gives me a sour stomach, and it's only 2018. And yet from this distance, I can see that the Democrats are going to get the tone wrong in two years. Nothing new. In my dreams, 2020 would be a taking back of 2016. 
it would be an acknowledgement that we slash she won. The convention would be as much about thanking Hillary Clinton as it would be her leading the mantle whomever we nominate. She would be introduced as the legitimate president of the United States. <laughs> and she would introduce the nominee and pass the mantle to her slash him. Pure fantasy. Instead, we're almost certainly going to have to endure months of our candidates fighting with each other over who is most unlike Clinton or, at best, arm's length backhanders about Clinton being the best of the Democratic Party. And it's time to move on. The problem is, of course, that many in our party, another Sanders legacy, thanks a million, Bernie, have relearned <laughs> history with the rest of the world. The silliest, fastest, and most successful re-education effort in the world happened in 2015-16. Somehow, in under two years, Russia, the Benghazi Committee, Bernie Sanders, and later Trump were able to erase Hillary Clinton's actual life and history and replace it with a poisonous fiction that still lingers. It's a total joke, really, but not the funny kind. I mean, come on. In 2014, Hillary Clinton was legitimately the most popular political figure in the nation. Her approvals were in the 60s, and yet... I can take it, understand it, acceptable as inevitable even, that Republicans and some independents fell for the ruse, but not us. Dozens of tweets later. <laughs> and no matter what happens, <laughs> history can never take the truth. In 2016, she was the first woman to be nominated by a major party for president. She battled half the world, misogyny up to her eyeballs, and the world's worst man. And she won. Hillary Clinton will always be the first. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that is a grown man living in a complete fantasy world. Yeah, there's a lot of people on there that are like, she's the legitimate first. Oh, yeah. well, I, I say yeah. that and I, I can just read the fucking post. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is a woman that, that had Sabrina Fain who had um, a picture of Hillary with um, she won and a script over it. Yes, Ray. of course. Hillary Clinton is the legitimate 45th president. We reserved to have our first female Democratic president in office and then like 19 exclamation points. But it's just like, that's just one example of yeah. um, another one was uh, Alex Mohair. Have you M-O-H-A-G-E-R? Maybe if I saw it. He's yeah. a, he's an anchor Huff Post guy. Sure. And he's like a big Hillary. He's like, like a mother kind of thing. Yeah. WTF. Move on is running a straw poll gauging interest in potential 2020 presidential candidates. On their shortlist, around 20 names, including Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden as potential candidates, but not Hillary Clinton. When will we stop pretending like HRC didn't win 2016? <laughs> hmm. Everyone's wrong except them, huh? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. She might just run again. She might just run again. That would be great. That would be so fun to watch. <laughs> Just can you imagine Twitter again and Oof. again and again and again? Uh, we we touched on the pop culture stuff earlier. Um, I have I have a post from this which is uh, pretty pretty cut and dry with I think is how a lot of these people look at at this uh, whole Trump thing. Mm -hmm. This is from at uh, Mr. Film Critic. You know, when I said I wanted the real world to be more like Harry Potter, I just meant the teleportation of the magic stuff, not the entire plot of Book 5 where the government refuses to do anything about a deadly threat so the teenagers have to rise up and fight back. Oh, bad. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad, bad. Yep. Really bad. Uh, Everything has to go back to that, to uh, Harry Potter. Hey, you know what? Talking, talking about going back to stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that we're going to have our very first ever inaugural correct is that the right word yes okay uh report this post hat trick on this very episode oh yeah we have a hat trick we have a hat trick ladies and gentlemen that's right um we've brought this post up before and i thought it was a great time to bring this back this is probably one of the worst hillary posts so this is the third time this post has been brought up it's been in on the history the, of report this that's post. right all right Here this is uh, this is from fan of the show friend of the show dang chick one and this post goes a little something like this. Yes. She is a beautiful piece of broken pottery put back together by her own hands. And a critical world judges her cracks while missing the beauty of how she made herself whole again. And then it's a picture of Hillary Clinton. Yes. Um, a hat trick, ladies and gentlemen. The very first. The post the first of three hopefully. times to the show. Yes. A post so nice, we read it thrice. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for reading that again. Yes. Still hate it a whole lot. Just bad, just really fucking bad. It is. Uh, another big thing uh, was, uh, and we still see it. We'll continue to see it till Trump's gone. I'm assuming is uh, Russian paranoia. Yes. Just straight up people who think uh, Russia is the biggest threat in the world, or 
uh, think you know Trump is a stooge or a puppet or however all that works. Is that like a carryover from like the Cold War stuff? Sure, yeah, it's all just nonsense, and there's something there, but it's just not as. Uh, I mean, it's all it's all just you know, uh, soap opera shit for these people. It's really mainly the main reason is they're into it is because it's just entertaining. It's sure. drama. But you know, remember back in the summer when the uh, we had the the Helsinki summit between Putin and Trump? Yeah. Where they they just stood at a podium and talked and. Um, the uh, uh, everyone freaked out. They thought it was the end of the world. Uh, a Watergate prosecutor said, "This is a day that will live in infamy, like Pearl Harbor." What? And we all remember it, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was it was big for a couple days, and uh, I found one guy online at uh, Evan John ninety seven who said this. I dare say this was bigger than Pearl Harbor. This was America's darkest hour. What the fuck? <laughs> America's. Da- Boy, can I, I can't, can't really barely think of, think of anything, anything that could have ever happened that in was... America that happened that was worse than uh, Trump and Putin standing there and Boy. talking. No. It's been a pretty perfect country otherwise. Yeah. Nothing nothing, been, nothing stands... <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. You got any good Russia stuff over there? Yeah. Um, this is just kind of a, an overall... Um, this just kind of fits in this section. This is a post on Reddit <laughs> titled... Today I learned GOP stands for Grand Old Party. Okay. Okay. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Pretty. I think that's incredibly relevant and nostalgic for a party that's this compromised. I think we should change it to something that represents them better. Mm. How about Putin's political party, which would then make them the PP party? So I'm assuming this <sighs> is like a 14-year-old kid that just oh, found out GOP. That sucks. <laughs> That sucks ass. But it's it's either a fourteen year old kid or like a forty eight year old guy. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's an aunt mm-hmm. or it's a teen boy. Boy, that sucks. Yeah. The other thing I found, which was I I Ugh. hadn't seen this before, um, was that Lindsey Graham is actually a Russian sure. operative. Have you oh, seen that? I, everybody, anyone everybody is right? some sort of Russian operative. Yeah, this was a this was an article. Trump suddenly decides there might not be a national emergency at the border after all, and he's not the only one. The flip flop puts suspected res- Russian asset Lindsey Graham in an awkward spot, having already flip flopped himself in just a matter of days, declaring the emergency deferred. So you say flip flop, bad writing after right there because he could have used some sort of other verb. Sure. Yeah. Um, the Russians need to get their talking points straight, or else they risk making their puppetry look like a bunch of clowns. Yes. Is it a brown shirt moment, or isn't it? And then why bring the brown shirts in this? Because that's not completely different. Uh, yeah. I see it's truly an emergency. Time is of the essence. If you're listening, Russia, please give your assets more credible talking points. You're undermining their false authority. So why do you think... <laughs> you think the Russian agents? Why are you giving them tips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of this sort of stuff, and um, it's like, please keep your stuff straight. Yeah, if, if you're going to be, you know, subverting our democracy, you know, be, be a little bit better at it. You know? Come on, guys, it, like a little bit more of a try, please. Uh, on on the note of just uh, these sort of bizarre online characters like that, we have uh, there's a lot of grifters. Who have yeah. joined the resistance? A lot of um, guys who have sort of made their name as being uh, uh, resisting types. Absolutely. Um, probably the one of the most notable are the uh, the Krasensteins. 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 Let's Steens? go. Krasensteins. Sure. Okay. Yes. Krasensteins. Yes. Krasensteins. Brian, Brian and Ed. Ed. Brian and Ed. They're um, couple of creepy twins that just hold hands all day and just tweet the same things <laughs> over they and over do, I did find out in this that they do live in the same house. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. Um, they uh, share a house. They're what? 30? <sighs> Something like Something that. Something like that. A couple of really jacked twins. That yeah. Yeah. Strangely jacked. They're, they're um, what I would call serial online entrepreneurs. Yeah. And they've been involved in at least... Upwards of 100 scam and Ponzi scheme yeah. websites. Yeah. And uh, in yeah. 2016, their home was actually raided by ICE and the Department of Homeland Security, um, where evidence was seized, but eventually ended up no charges were filed against them. But uh, yeah, um, they are grifters to the core. Absolutely. They, um, they, they, there are these guys online who like to do like the, hey, retweet if you agree. And they just do a lot of those sort of posts where it's like, 
Trump sucks. Retweet if you agree, and then they'll get you know thousands <laughs> just because it's some some pud online that's like, okay, I agree. You know? Well, here's here's one from Ed, who so they 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 have each have a Twitter account. Brian's is Cra- at Krasenstein, mm-hmm. and then Ed is at Ed Krasen. So he that's he, gotta burn yeah. him up, man. Boy, ten months ago, Trump. Oh, I should read it. I should read it like they did. Ten months ago, Trump blocked both me and my twin brother Brian Krasenstein on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I don't even know that's how they sounded. That's, oh, I, you never I, heard them? I, I've yet oh, to hear them. I'm sad to say. We didn't roll over. We fought back. Brian and I now have a combined 1.2 million followers and won't let up until Trump is impeached. Last week, our tweets were viewed a combined five, or excuse me, 50 million times. Resist. So yeah. it's just this whole empty... Yeah, it's just it's it's Twitter stats to indicate that... It's the engagement how, somehow. Like, yeah, how are you taking that to have any sort of influence on trump's being impeached or resisted whatever that even means exactly yeah how are you we don't have to get into the idea of like what it means to resist trump when you're not like if you're gonna resist trump you have to like get in the streets and like burn down buildings and shit yeah, like burn that down trump Tower. instead what they did is they put out a children's book they did put out a children's book called uh uh how the people trumped ronald plump yeah which uh by the time I don't even know if it actually ever came out or not, but I, 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 there was during a Kickstarter. The, or something it was like a that Kickstarter, and during the time of it going, um, like that, that Kickstarter this, sucked. Would you say that? Sh- no, no, you can't say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, during the time of it going, a bunch of like the staff members and stuff that they focused on within the book left. Yeah. So like the book was yeah. in constant flux. Yeah. Um, Good thing about Trump's administration, <laughs> it keeps uh, children's bookmakers on their toes. But there as a. There was a whole thread about it on, on Reddit, and one of the, the top posts on it was uh, from somebody saying, you have to admire their talent for grifts. Just saying, yes, you know, they are. here's something they saw. Um, Ed Krasenstein actually responded to it. Uh-oh. And he said, we ordered 2,000 copies. All profits from the sale of these copies will go to charity. If I'm a grifter, then I'm grifting for the children who were separated from their parents. If I'm a grifter, then anyone who promotes themselves or their work on Twitter are also grifters. At least mine is for a good cause. Sure. So Spam is Good 007 said, We ordered 2,000 copies. All profits from the sale of these copies will go to charity. And he says, This is literally what a grifter would do. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, those guys, um, not a fan of them. Very much. You go to any Trump tweet, you look at it, those guys are They're some always the first. In there. And it's the, it's the same shit. They've started doing this weird thing. They point out hypocrisy and all that just yeah, like So you've stuff. never seen their videos? I, I don't watch videos online. Oh, wow. I don't have time. I, re, I don't, I don't, I have, don't time have time. For, I don't okay. have time. What so am I going to do? So they'll do this thing where they like set up a camera and they're sitting there like behind a desk right next to one another. Sure. And then sure. they'll be like, but then they have like a script, but they're like, talking to one another but they're like talking at each like it'd be like hey ed did you read online today bah, bah, bah. yeah brian i saw today that they have, and it's just like really and they sound like i don't know sounds, something with their testosterone levels are off sounds muppety is what you're they're doing very, very muppety. they're very very muppety are they puppets of a, a certain regime i don't think is this so. some sort of inside thing from trump i don't think so this is like a, they're going to become part of the QAnon conspiracy as far as they haven't gotten into that yeah. yet I mean, they're the equivalent of it on the uh, the left with uh, with everything. Yeah. Um, another good another good grifter online is uh, Eric Garland. One of your favorites. Yeah, uh, he is responsible for uh, an old account of mine being banned. I believe yeah. uh, it was his fault, not mine. Is the way I, I would look at it. I believe you told him what to kill kill himself. Yeah, kill himself or something like that. Mm. And then he arrogantly got me suspended for that. So yeah. he's an enemy of mine. Uh, he's most famous for his 127-tweet uh, game theory thread, Yeah, uh, which, which we are not going to read at all, because no. that would ruin... Which a lot of it he lifted from other sources, was later found out. Oh, sure, yeah, that sounds right. And a lot of it was just fucking terrible. It was just like stupid jokes, like, you know, like, holy amazeballs, Batman, and it's like, oh, it was, so, yeah, he, it was hard to read. Somebody from, uh, that, that refers to them as a, a self-proclaimed futurist. Oh, is that what he's? Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> I know he started a Patreon, and uh, yeah. he uh, the idea was he was he was going to do a podcast. Yeah, and he now he never did. No, but he got a couple hundred bucks a month for several months before people were like. I, I guess, guess this is ever coming. Out? So he got like 
He got a couple thousand bucks from yeah. there, just and, from and, literally nothing. Yeah, well, another thing he did is he signed up. Have you ever heard of, heard of Primo Social Network? So that's, uh, yes. that's like the, the that's like the Patreon Premium tweets. Yes, is what he was doing. So, but what he was doing was he was just literally just posting the same tweets across all social media, yes. and he was getting sixteen hundred dollars a month for, for that for just posting like posting, posting. stuff like. The Dems had no message in 2016, and this is supposedly being said by somebody with a man bun, because that's what yes. hyphen me. <laughs> yeah, weird, because Hillary's message was that we're about to be run by a ru- Nazi Russian puppet. Mm-hmm. So a Nazi Russian yeah, puppet, nice. Yeah, parse that one. Yeah. That one really doesn't track too well. Uh, he, he was very brave. He was very... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you don't you don't agree that he's very brave because it's a fat little egg. Here's a tweet here that you may have to rethink this, guys. I had to tell a bunch of friends that I was in no way suicidal at all, as I am here in front of the world. My people know this, so if I turn up dead, it wasn't me. <laughs> I know we win. So do our enemies. <laughs> it's the, so it, he's going to be assassinated. I think is what he's uh, he's hinting at, right? Yeah, Someone's so going like to get him. Self. Self-importance. This it's beyond self-importance. It is. It's uh. Well, it's like he's like he's like a coke-fueled bender of uh, self-importance and arrogance <laughs> and just complete. It's a very Kanye type thing. I feel. Yeah, like. but except if if Kanye was like your friend's older brother who like moved back home. Well, and- an untalented Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of an oxymoron. Uh oh. We got a hot take over here. Yeah, that's right. Um, someone else, another good uh, grifter. Is a, this is one of the bigger ones? This mm-hmm. is uh, I, I think Amy Amy Siskind, Amy Siskind. Do you mm-hmm. know this person? I've, I've familiar profile says activist, feminist, author, uh, also former Wall Street executive. Sure. Of course. Uh, this was a great little thread. This just goes to show what kind of person we have here. She's written some books. She's done the usual grifting stuff. She's got a big following, a couple million followers, or something like that. Wonder what you would have done, been doing in Germany as Hitler rose to power? You're doing it right now. So response to her by some blib. So be a leader and tell us what we should be doing. When is the protest? Have you planned it yet? And she said, I wish I had more hours in a day. There's so much more I'd want to do. For now, try to do one thing each day. And this person responded, this is how we all feel. None of us know where or how to start. Voting is definitely one way, but what if that is too late? We need to take it to the streets, and soon. She said, in fairness, I am the scribe of history in the era of Trump, <laughs> which as of now occupies 35 hours per week. Your question was for me to do more, which I do, but I don't have time to lead a march. Follow my feed and buy my book and stay informed. Wow. So over-the-top grifting. I love it. I fucking love it. Buy I, my I, book. I, work I am the scribe in the history of Trump. <laughs> and I work 35 hours a week posting On, online. Posting, yeah. She can't do anything. I got my 35 hours a week up. posting. Can't wow. lead a march. But buy my book. That's I respect good. that level of, that is, of, uh, of grifting. That's like a non-transparency thing. Or no, that's full transparency right it's there. It's completely, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some comedians. That's well, this is that. a big part of uh, the uh, the online resistance. Are people who used to be funny, and then once Trump was elected, decided that they were done with being funny and decided to go crazy instead. Yeah. So the, the first one that we we have here, this is a gal that you you know, Drunk History. Oh yeah. Okay. So back for you folks. Uh, Back before Drunk History was a TV show, back before you were a twinkle in your father's eye, it was an online series on YouTube. It was a, uh, was it, what would you call it, a web series? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It was <laughs> online. It was on the web. Um, and there was a young comedian that was on this series named Jen Kirkman. Mm-hmm. And that was my first exposure to her. I thought she was funny. Yeah. Um, that was about the same time Twitter was kind of really picking up, started following her on there. Um and then after the election, um, Jen Kirkman absolutely flipped her wig and just went yeah. postal. She really did. Um, and I actually have history with her as well from about that time. Uh, I used to listen to podcasts back then, mm-hmm. and she would be a guest on some of the like L.A. comedian podcasts. Sure. And um, this was my first exposure, my first inkling that Jen is 
a little bit off. Sure. She would talk about her past and things like that and some theories she had. This is back in like 2010, 2011. She was convinced that the government killed John Lennon. Okay. And she would also tell stories about how she used to literally stalk Kurt Cobain. Okay. So she, she's been crazy for a while. Still crazy after all these years. And the election sort of tipped the scales for a little tipped bit. Tipped the scales for a lot of people, but it seemed like some some public figures especially. So what's some good stuff Miss Kirkman said? Yeah, uh, Jen said a lot of stuff. But, um, <laughs> so there was, um, you know, do you know about the the phrase corn cobbing? And uh-huh, all that? Uh-huh. It's, it's uh, based off of a drill, drill tweet, tweet. Yeah. you know, about, uh, you know, I'm not owned, I'm not owned, as you know, shrink into a corn cob. Yeah. Nonsensical, but funny. So it be, it became one of this thing where anyone that just sort of got mad online, he was like, "Oh, you're corn cobbing. You're right. turning into a corn cob." <laughs> Jen said, that, "Yeah, the corn cob thing, as I discussed last year, is rape language from Faulkner. You guys don't realize what you appropriated. Also, if this is because I don't support Bernie, you're all insane. This is your revolution. It sucks. Sexist psychopaths. You are not progressives. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah corn cob." Interesting that she uses yeah. the word psychopaths here, because here's another one of her tweets. Yes. I like that Hillary has murdered a lot of people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, people responded that said uh, they don't like Hillary because, you know, she's a war criminal or whatever. And, uh, that's for Jen, that's a, that's a check mark. Um, do, you, do you know the follow-up tweet to this one? I don't know the follow-up to that one. So uh, people said, you know, this is really insensitive. Yeah. You know, a lot of, lot of people died. Yeah. Um, a lot of Afghanis. And her response was, um, those Afghani people aren't alive to see this tweet, so I don't feel bad about it. Okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> see, though, she's doing a bit. I like it, but she's not doing a bit. She's not doing so. a bit. Because, what would you say, every six months she has a major meltdown? Yeah, absolutely. She Well, she's she got really crazy into the whole uh, Russian thing, and now everything oh, yeah. is, is Russian. Uh, this really goes to show... She had this 97 posts long thread about how Bernie's a Russian. Was that uh, from November of this last year? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, I mean, she's had a couple of these yeah, sort of so things. Yeah, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, okay. But there was uh, someone like was talked about it and made fun of her for it. And then she said, wow, you got me. I just think it's weird that you're not a Putin bot, that if you're not a Putin bot, you, a guy who doesn't follow me, is obsessed with my opinions. And one of them was proven true by the Mueller indictment. His campaign was helped by you guys. And then a minute later, she said, <laughs> "She said, hey, might want to turn off your Berlin location tag there, buddy. Because <laughs> Berlin has something uh, to do with Russia. Russia. Sure. <laughs> it's all the same. It's, like, it's in you know, Europe. It's, that, mm, that has something to do with Russia. It's like the whole, I don't know. I don't really know where stuff is in Canada. I just know it's up there. Right. Uh, Berlin. One yes. of my favorite insane dumb people online. Oh, no, that was from August. Okay, because I had that same. That was from August 17. She also went on a, um, what is this one, 67 tweet rant on uh, how <laughs> leftist Democrats are all Russian plants. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, yeah, I mean, she's, she's, just a, she's always been a conspiracy theorist as long as I've... But at a certain point, she was actually, like, funny. She was a good comedian, and then she would Sometimes, just... yeah. There's, like, comedians are fucked up people. Yeah, you have And they've to always just, like... You've always accepted like they they have bizarre personas off stage, but then now they you're, go on you're, stage. You're a stand-up comedian, isn't so it? comedians are weird people, and then you know they go on stage and they, you know, they they take that and they have fun with it. They don't try to go on Twitter and become like important with their nonsense. Or right, their thought, the sure. Trump thing made this happen. Uh, a big one uh, is uh, Andy Richter, who is yeah. just a guy who sits on a couch on TV for <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> And uh, he's become very woke, very, uh, very uh, had a lot to say about about Trump. He's made several tweets. Dems, this is his note to Democrats. He's saying he's sure. he's, he's addressing the Democrats. Dems, mock him, mock the shit out of him, mock his ridiculous scam of a wall and his ever changing demands over it. Mock his business genius while the economy drops. Mock his profound incompetence. Treat him like the joke he is. Treating him like a non-moron only helps him. So he's giving some good advice that's really going to change everything, really going to make an impact, uh, really going to <laughs> – what's, what's his goal here? I don't know because here, here's, <laughs> here's what he said about Hillary before the election. Oh, okay. She is very much an imperfect candidate 
and very much a flawed person. And there are a lot of things that she's done that I'm not crazy about. And there's positions that she's taken that I've disagreed with, like voting for the Iraq war. She fucked up, but we only know she fucked up in hindsight, truly. Hmm. That's a kind of a bold statement. That is a very No bold other woman has been further than she is. And if you think that a woman can come as far as she has and have the political experience that she has without getting some mud on her, you are kidding yourself. Because the only reason that she's in the proximity to power is because she played games with powerful people. And there will be always something extremely important in not just having a woman, but this, pro- but this particular woman in the White House. And I believe that. Wow. Yeah. He was like a true early, because that was pre-election. Yeah. And then he just, one of his tweets during the election was, parents, voting for Hillary Clinton is a great way to show your kids that you disagree with the Ku Klux Klan. Oh. That's the whole tweet. Yeah. (laughs) That's the whole tweet. (laughs) Also, Hillary has history with people that are linked to the Klan. Sure. Um, Just another moron yeah another guy that's uh well you know as as these people moved on since you know even um jen kirkman is nuts as she was she used to be like an actual like progressive type sure and then she you know she would talk about i remember she was talking about like uh dennis kucinich back in the day like you know she had she's had progressive views it's just as you get older as you get more money you become more comfortable white <laughs> liberal in hollywood your your view narrows. Your view narrows, and you start thinking more about the aesthetics of who you're electing and who this person represents, and all that shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, another good uh, Andy Richter tweet. This this is the kind of thing that you see a lot of fucking losers on Twitter do. <laughs> so Trump made this tweet. He's bragging about his huge electoral college victory, which I love. Just bragging about electoral college victory is great. You lost the popular vote by approximately 3 million. The Electoral College is an archaic system first designed to appease and benefit slave states, which is fitting for a lying incompetent racist like you. Imagine following this guy because you like Conan. Yeah, and then you see that. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, then, <laughs> how many guys are like that online where you're like, oh, I, I thought I was just following a funny guy? Yeah, no. this shit? yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, there was, I think there's a whole shift because then, like, then that's when the people that are following with, like, the Hillary Clinton avatars, you don't see people saying stuff like, What's Conan like in real life? It's just like it's more like yes, you you're right. You know you're so right. I'm still with her too. In 2020, you know it's just a real weird shift. And uh, Andy Richter was a couple like a week ago or something like that. And he did some post that was like, boy, I you know, I wish I could make jokes these days, but I just can't do it anymore. You know, that's sort of again very self-important. Very <laughs> doctor. Yeah, I am. Someone else online is a comedian. This is a Natasha Rothwell. Uh, again, this is what you see a lot of these people doing. She did at real Donald Trump, period in front of it. Sure. Classic. Mm-hmm. At the break of dawn, I watched as steam rose from my dog's feces and I thought of you. As the rank vapors turned into nothingness, I offered up a prayer that you, too, would become a memory whose stench would evaporate under the sun of justice. Also, fuck you. So powerful. <laughs> So powerful. Also, fuck you. Yeah. Really cool. A lot of that shit. I found one that was a little unexpected. Go for it. Yeah, what do we got? All right. Um, this is from before he got canceled. Um, but a certain Mr. T.J. Miller. You're, sure. you're aware of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, big, fat creep. Um, <laughs> so he got mad with at his, his castmates when he was on the show Silicon Valley. Yes. Um, did you see anything about this? Or you I did not, this? but I, I know the show and I know T.J. Miller. Okay, so T.J. Miller, he asked the cast, just they were all talking, how much they had donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Sure. Sure. Here's what he has to say. I like where this is going. <laughs> Everybody in the cast said nothing. They hadn't given a dollar. What did they think was going to happen? How had they not joined a fight when they had such strong opinions about her? Meanwhile, I gave the maximum contribution to Hillary Clinton's campaign, not even really being a fan of hers, and further, paying money to pay more taxes. And we lost. So now we have to win. So brave. <laughs> so, yeah, so brave. <laughs> well, Such a funny. pervert. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a creep, right? Mm-hmm. He's done some uh, creepy things, apparently. Mm-hmm. I imagine just about everyone we've mentioned tonight probably has at some point. Oh, I'm sure. Just a bunch of I'm birds. sure Jen Kirkman watched 
Louis C.K. jerk off. And didn't she actually? Yeah, she literally she, did. She was the first. She, I, think, I remember speaking of her back in podcast back in the day. She talked about it back in like 2012 or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't make the joke then because I just re- I just remembered it. Like it was like a flash in my head. Like, yeah, that actually was something. But she did stalk Kurt Cobain. Well, I guess it all evens so, out. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might still be here right now if not for Jen Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you know. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> so we, we could thank Jen Fuck. for pulling that trigger quite literally or not. I don't know. This we may have to look into this on some other episode. We may have to edit a lot of <laughs> what just happened. Um, yeah, do you have any other uh, no, <laughs> weird celebrities no. or bizarre comedians that uh, went not? Bon- a lot of them out there. Yeah, there's so much to the list. You know how you you go through the list. Um, there, uh, I did. I found another uh, a Krasenstein tweet that I, I forgot to bring up. Mm. Because this was, uh, this is really, this sort of, I think it comes as not just Karazin scenes, but everyone, what they all think about what they're doing online. Right. This is from Brian. Uh, People often ask me why I tweet dozens of times a day, <laughs> seven days a week against the president and for a morally just society. There was one single reason. So that I can tell my kids that I didn't sit back and watch as our nation was destroyed. I tried. Please try to. Just doing it. Now, but we got to show them respect because they're now our fellow podcasters as well. So right, They're our fellow podcasters? Oh, we yeah. In, uh, we're in the same, uh, this is part of the same podcast network? We're- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog shit water <laughs> podcast. Uh, no, they did. I sent you the Patreon. Did you see that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. They have a, so they have a Patreon up. Their goal is 500 patrons yes and uh after that goal is when they're actually going to start recording because then that's when they'll have get the equipment oh wow so that is that's powerful another grift right out the gate god do i love that (laughs) i mean how much do we pay for our recording equipment what 60 bucks or something Something like that that. yeah um and that's why the quality is so good yeah so i mean they could double the quality for 120 bucks. Yeah, but the the their levels are like 5, 10, 1500, you know. God damn, are they good grifters. Yeah, I respect just, it. I got to respect their game. You, some people got it, I guess. And what what, what are you going to get? You're going to get uh you're going to get what, what do you get when you Oh, just it's this, you know, one episode a week, you know, whatever, cuz it's all going to be all Patreon exclusive stuff. I love it. So. I love these guys. They're so they're so perfect at it. But uh, I think, uh, personally, I think I'm done with these uh, these freaks, all these uh, resisting freaks. I don't know yeah, that's what you think, bitch, because it's just going to keep going until the next election. Yeah. Uh, but certainly done with this, <laughs> this episode, I think, with, okay. uh, uh, with all these, uh, these folks. Um, in closing... Just, uh, they have 62 patrons. They have 62 patrons. Oh, they're almost there. We're getting to 500, 500, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in closing... Um, what are the resistors? Uh, to me, they're just like ultra comfortable suburban white liberal types that nothing affects them. Nothing that happens. They don't have any real problems. And, um, you know, everything is just like every news that they get is just like passed through this safe filter of liberalism where it's like everything that Trump does is just completely evil and asinine Mm -hmm. and everything that, Anyone else does is perfect. We never we didn't talk about any of the Khaleesi Pelosi shit and stuff like that. No, the lionizing of just every Democrat, sure, and just everything where it's just nauseating to to view this idea of uh, you know the whole Mueller is coming stuff. It's it's really hard to read. It really sucks. It does. It <laughs> does. It, this was it, this was an exhausting one to research. And uh, there's so many there's so many posts out there. There's so many blue wave people and and all that shit, and they're the fucking worst. But uh, yeah, here's to uh, Trump's second year. He's got six more years coming, no <laughs> doubt, based on these his resistance. It should be a pretty easy win for him in 2020. That's gonna be just fucking great. These uh, wet paper uh, resistance people. But I have a um, 
I have a question for you. And this is not what you think it's going to be. Okay. We have a new segment we're introducing oh. to the podcast. Uh, we're going to see how long this one lasts, but in the meantime, we have we have at least we have one for at least one episode. Okay. Uh, this segment is called "What Would You Do?" Got it. I got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I paused. Uh, yes. So what happens is I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to read you a post that it has a very specific scenario. Okay. That, and I want you to tell me what you would do in this scenario. Okay. This is a post. From a local neighborhood community Facebook page. Oh, is our, our neighborhood local? That's probably pretty good. Then. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear more about those pages, go to our archives and look up the suburbia episode. Yeah, uh, this post is actually uh, shared shared with me uh, by my wife. She found it. She gave it to me, and I said, "This has to be something on the show." So this is a post that uh, starts like this. Just came home from work to meet strangers in my backyard cutting down my tree. <laughs> Apparently, my neighbors to the rear did not think it was necessary to have a conversation beforehand or even leave a note. <laughs> I guess I would have just come home to sawdust and debris in my backyard with no clue to what happened. Uh, this is highly disrespectful, and I'm disappointed in my new neighbors. Right. So what would you do What would I you do? you came home? You know, to be if I to be completely <laughs> honest with you and the listeners, I probably wouldn't. I would uh, just uh, bottle it up inside me and not say anything. You wouldn't say well, a word. I, I don't think I would. You would just. I would just. You would be very, very angry though. Oh yeah, and I'd probably take it out on my immediate family through. Because uh, you complained about your current neighbor like feeding your dogs. Like chicken or something like that. No, well, that was Quite the guy remodeling the house, and he was dumping uh, like entire. Buckets of chili over the fence to my dogs. Chili. So that's, uh, that was a <laughs> little bit Your dogs love chili. They're I chili mean, Who doesn't? Hell. Yeah. Um, yeah, boy, if I came home and my neighbor had had my tree cut down. Now, you know, I would probably say something, but it would turn into a thing where it's like, like a, like a Michael Keaton, like, what? Oh, yeah. What are you thinking? What do you, and then I would just like go inside my house. Like, it would just be like me acting like a fucking right. idiot and get nothing accomplished. There, there's no way that relationship can be healed either. Because you're not like friends. <laughs> yeah. You're not, yeah. Because you're, this is, again, like we, you're not friends with your neighbors. You don't know anybody that lives on your fucking street anymore. Yeah. You don't have to. Um, yeah. I would, I would then probably <laughs> plot ways to revenge, like something I could do to them. But. Yeah, see, that's exactly where I would go. I would probably, like, when it was happening, I would I, I would feel confused and think, like, maybe I'm missing something. Like, <laughs> maybe my like, my wife set something up that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. Maybe, maybe one of those things where I'm like, I don't know how zoning works. Maybe it is technically their tree. <laughs> I wouldn't think about it. I would just be like, oh, maybe I, it's not my tree, you know? Uh-huh. And then later I find out it was, and then I would be like, uh, I'm gonna go cut something down in their yard. Right. I'm gonna go shit in their porch or something. Yeah. Just some sort of blast uh, a brick through their window or something. Sure, absolutely. Do something. You yeah. know that would be my thing in the middle of the night. <laughs> Make sure they don't see me. <laughs> the note wrapped around it. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Lying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's a great inaugural <laughs> addition to. That's a good. Po- that's good. What would you do? Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what's next for that segment. I'm sure. I'll have to keep my eye because my wife also she she also frequents that group and will send me stuff that's just. Uh, it doesn't have to be from that group. Well, but that group is a there's there's a gold mine of uh, yeah. shit like that. Um, but beyond that, I have uh, something else to ask you, Christian. And is that if uh, this week you saw any posts that made you say, "This, this ain't, ain't it, Chief." I'm glad you asked. I uh, did I feel s- like I have an idea what you're going to say. Yeah, I bet you do. I did see a post this week that yes. made me say this scene at Chief. Um, this was a post by uh, somebody, a gentleman person named Scott A.A. A. Wilson. Uh-huh. Another uh, fellow with red glasses. and uh, Yeah. Really cool look. A good look. Um, he posted about... <laughs> The new Spider-Man Far <laughs> yes. From Home trailer came out. <laughs> sure did. And Scott had something <laughs> to say about it. So, hey, spoiler alert. Uh, in Avengers uh, Infinity War, a lot of the characters die, including Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 
Revealing that Spider-Man's alive before we see Endgame is raising a generation to believe stakes and consequences do not exist nor matter. Marvel is nurturing apathy towards major events because we think everyone, excuse me, we think everything will work out naturally without any effort on our part. Shout out to all the film writers responding to this, showing that they've never once critically thought about how narrative and art don't exist separate from the real world. Mm -hmm. Y'all the MVPs. Yeah. One last thing. Then everyone can fight while I watch the country implode. (laughs) Everyone wants comic book films to be treated seriously until someone tries... And then they're just comic book films. Can't have it both ways. Right. So... Yeah. Boy, that guy sucks. It's just a bad take. Um, There's so many of those. What is that? It's a genre of criticism where it's... You have to prescribe some wake viewpoint i don't know that's every like a, piece of media that's a, such a brand new thing like i saw something today about like people saying like mario games used to be it was like Mar- there was no stakes involved so and then now that mario games have like stories like maybe we should maybe it's good for society to go back to those days when mario was you know there was no good for society uh, it was one of those it was like what the fuck are you talking like yeah they're just they're bleeps and bloops on a screen you, you hit your joystick and then things run around well see and he does bring up a good point that like people it's like oh this is art it's not just a movie about comic books it's art and it's like okay that's like one side of it but then also doing the whole there's no consequence like obviously I don't know if the guy's ever picked up a fucking comic book before in his life. People die all the time. Yeah. They get killed. Off. <clears throat> the fact that you, <clears throat> Disney's not going to kill off a, a character that's making them yeah. $50 million a week. Yeah, no one thought Spider-Man was dead. That's just give me a... Doesn't it's make any like, sense. Plus, they announced the movies fucking six years out, so you know it's com- It's just whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, even I knew that movie was coming. Like, Spider-Man's not dead. There's no way... How Disney couldn't kill off Spider-Man. Yeah. That's not that could never happen. Yeah, and I mean, so, I've and of course I had my little tiff with him where he was telling me that I wasn't a nice person and yeah, well he was, you know, he's right about that. Oh, but, uh, can uh, you uh, hand me that notebook I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good post. I enjoyed that one. That guy was uh, pretty perfect as far as uh, online yeah. guys like that. Yeah, uh, I found one uh, yesterday. I believe it was. Um, this is a lady named uh, Zenny Jardin. Zenny Jardin? Sure. Now, this is a picture of this lady. You got an extremely white lady. Okay, I'm picturing it. Extremely white lady. And uh, she did a post that said, Nancy fucking Pelosi. And it was in uh, like a very, um, like a Compton gangsta font. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nancy fucking Pelosi. And then people were like, why the, why'd you do that? And she, she responded, y'all who are not from Los Angeles don't understand that what Nancy Pelosi is doing to Donald Trump is she is gangsta checking him. Ask Snoop Dogg. He's failing. So then the guy responded to that said, I'm from Los Angeles and I've never heard of this. And then she said, homie, what set you from? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> lady literally from utah who uh now lives in los angeles and uh what set you from wow homie what set you from <laughs> she like watch boys in the hood twice what is this it's doing it with fucking nancy pelosi a rich san francisco lawyer lady like there's nothing remotely it, again not even remotely gangster about I, her. I, I just i We've uh, we've talked about like the like the past like, oh, six fucking episodes, but God. this whole like personification, this whole like we're on this, you know, these are my friends. Like they're so, not your friends. So they're not weird. cool. They're the most by the book politicians imaginable. Like I'm trying to picture people doing this with like Spiro Agnew in the <laughs> the seventies. Like these are just the most. <laughs> completely bureaucratic people yeah. on the planet who are making tons of money doing that completely uncool <laughs> these are the least cool people on the planet yeah. and why are you doing this because you don't like trump 
that, that's really I mean, all there and there is a clout part to it too i mean because then it's like i'm in some group you know but sure yeah and it's really it's just childish fantasy of like this person's gonna save the day so yeah. i'm gonna make them a superhero or cool gangster or whatever well i mean spider-man's dead so somebody's gonna take the reins and to her i said this ain't it chief that's it. It was a great show. Was it? <laughs> it was certainly a show. We can all agree on that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, again, we, we've teased it, but the Patreon's coming up here soon. We will, uh, it's coming up here real soon. We're, we're ironing out a lot of details. We're putting quite a bit of effort into this thing. Yeah. Probably a little bit too much, but uh, hopefully you'll see that it's going to be worth it. It's going to be good. It's so, fun. Uh, next couple weeks it'll be popping out. And then uh, you can uh, let us know what you think. Give us your feedback and... Uh, subscribe we'd appreciate it in the meantime we're gonna say goodbye for now my name is geiger and i'm saying goodbye and that's christian he's saying goodbye goodbye everybody and happy birthday geiger thank you and god bless